What up, what up, it's your boy E, yeah, we are back, and as you can tell by the music, I kind of have an idea of where I'm going today. I hope you guys have fun listening to the podcast, and uh, enjoy. P.S., you know why we do. I got 99 problems. Next. What up, what up, welcome to the podcast, we are back, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about what the feds did recently, because they did a sweep, and even though the page is back, we had some tough lessons the past couple of days. We'll talk about the shutdown of that one webpage. We'll have some fun with that. The next topic. Um, this one should be one of those you just kind of get, but because it's hot, I want to bring it up and my perspective on it. That would be Bareback Services. Yeah, they are um, hitting the streets. In the past three weeks, I haven't seen three threads. We got to talk about that, right? And finally, meet and greets. This was a request from a fellow gent. He wants to know what those are like, as I've been on several of those, and they are fun. But they can also be very messy. So, hope you guys sit back and uh, enjoy as we start right along. Right into the first topic. And I want to say that um, I had a real great July. So much so that. I mean, I can put it into words, but you wouldn't believe it. You know, me and the Muse linked up, had some other special friends I hung out with, and it was really good. Um, Just from a personal standpoint, I have had a lot of highs and a lot of lows, but this July has probably been the biggest high I have had in quite a while. And I really wish I could take credit for it, but it's all what you guys do. But some of us have not, because my first topic which will be a fun one, is bareback, excuse me, um, the closing down of a popular website. Now, this might not have affected a lot of y'all, but the site known as List Crawler via Mega Personals and Escort Alligator, it's got several names, but the ladies log on with Mega Personals, and they post, and it hits List Crawler and and Escort Alligator, etc. Well, it closed. And someone can verify this. She knows who she is. I started getting texts immediately like, yo, um, you may not be able to see my post, but I'm available. Now, you're probably saying, why would someone reach out and text? Well, this is their livelihood. And that's why. And I totally got that when I got it. Granted, I wasn't in a position where I could actually meet the person, but... The fact that they reached out meant that there was a problem brewing. I was unaware of what was going on. I had actually had a conversation about that site with someone else. Then I got home and I saw on a couple of websites that, well, look at there. The site is down. So, so what's this mean? What does this mean to those who depend on it? I got to tell you, um, just from talking to a couple of people, it hurt. It hurt real bad. Because some people base how they move in their career or in their livelihood off of that site. Little fun fact there. A lot of ladies use this site as a quick pick-me-up. Some use it as a second job. Many of them shed one persona and then go on that site and then make the money they have to make. I don't judge. I don't knock. I don't blame. I know this because I've, I've experienced them all. You know, at some point or the other. And I never knocked it because who am I to knock it? It's not my job. I am a benefactor of what those sites provide. But when they go down and the rubber meets the road, you see some real murky things. Every topic today is going to blend. And this is the first one because it's going to blend right into the next one. Because you see things and it's like, wow, okay. And... 
I wanted to bring this one up in particular from a gent perspective because I knew what would happen, and it did. I even tweeted about it like, okay, if there's a couple of guys who probably primarily went that road and then decided they would hop on Twitter because you seen that a girl or two had a website, that is not that. And I wanted to make that clear for a reason. Um, having made that transition from smaller sites to message boards to Twitter to companionship, I, I could tell you the steps in between are incremental enough but detailed that if you don't do it, you will drown. And once you are blacklisted, you are blacklisted. There might be levels to the game, but the blacklist is clear across the board. And all they got to do is access it and you are out. So why do I bring this up? Because I saw a couple of gents who posted on it who basically thought that they would come on like Reddit and Twitter and make those same requests like they do of the ladies. You avail What's up? How can I get a hold of you? That's not how that works. It is a very regimental process. And you will get your feelings hurt jumping on some of these sites or going to their web pages and plopping the UFL, especially if you ain't seen it before. Now, why do I bring this up? Because I speak on behalf of gents on my podcast. The ladies have a whole perspective I can't get into, and I won't. There are pods that address their side of it, but just from a gent's side, I will tell you what that meant for me. It meant that I had to be selective and creative with who I see and how I saw them. Because the reality is, it's because that site closed, there were ladies who I could not see who were typically... Let me say this. I won't say I'm a regular, but I see them frequently enough. And I might have been to them. I don't know. So it meant that I had to be smart and wise and safe and do what I had to do. It further meant that I had to step back and reflect because some of the things they do, I'm not necessarily down with, but I understand why they have to do it. That is not this segment. That segment will come up. But let's just say, I learned I can't judge it. I just can't support it. And if that makes sense to you right here, the next segment, it'll breeze by and you'll truly get what I was trying to say. Third, it meant that there would be some crossover. And that's the meat of this topic I want to get into. Just their levels of the game. And we can sit here and pretend like they're not. And there's some hard truths. I want I want to start that too. But there are levels to the game. There's a reason why some are charging what they charge and others are charging what they charge because some have to. And some just don't mind. And some have set a base based on what they are and they have a value and you have to respect that on all three levels. But when that page closed, some of y'all were panicking, and some of us who barely use those pages were like, why? You know? My personal opinion here is it's really a step up from what you would see on your favorite track in your local communities or the stroll in your community. It's just a step up from there. Many of those ladies are still doing that. You know? But it's quick money. I don't judge them. And if they can't go there, they'll go to another site like Skip or bed page or whatever and they'll get the point across I don't knock those pages guys I'm not some snob I don't have money like that but I make choices that are reflective of what I'm trying to do like that so I get it um, the crossover I speak of though is there would be gents crossing over trying to understand there would be ladies crossing over trying to understand there are resources for those ladies who can't get to that point but for you gents Ask yourself, what purpose were you serving in a lot of those pages? I know I used them, so I'm not going to sit there and knock it. But in the same juncture, I got why I was there. I got what they were doing. And some of y'all are hustling. 
some of y'all are the reason why many of them have no AAs or no this and no that. These restrictions on age and race and color. It made me reflect, man, because I was like, <clears throat> if I were in a position of need and that was something I wanted to do, what were my choices? What look was that? What options would I have had? Why I didn't have it? I saw people scrambling, man. I did. And I seen some of the ladies who texted me jump on sites they weren't accustomed to. I'm not here to lecture y'all. Again, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to understand. But if I could give any kind of advice, look at the room. Really observe what you get into before you hit enter. There's a flow on a majority of these message boards and websites, and when you chop up in there, it can kind of look fishy. It can kind of look, you know, suspect, a little sus. So I would say, you know, find you a friend or a big homie that'll help you navigate. You know, my homegirl who was posted on there, she made a choice. And she shot out to us. Now, not everybody has the resources to be able to take a text in the middle of the day or night. But I do because I have certain things set up. But she had to do what she had to do. And she established regulars. You know, when it's like that, fellas, those of you who are defined as regulars, you got to go above and beyond, man. And I get it, man. I get it, you know. Life is hitting us hard, too. But if you still have the time to make a call to one of them and hit them with you avail, you obviously have the resources to do and have the kind of fun you want to have. Take that hit, man. It ain't going to size your ego. It's not going to put you in a spot where you can't afford or do whatever. Look, behind the curtain time, I spent $100 on liquor. 100 on liquor. I typically try to bless women behind the scenes on the rig. And I'm not doing this for any kind of credit. I'm not that guy. Fuck credit. I'm saying that if I have the ability to bless, I will. And I know we got money that we keep. That's what we do as gents, especially when it's something that we want. But if you see them in this position, ask yourself, can you release a coin or two to help them out? I have not always been perfect with that. But in self-reflection, I've made it a point to be nothing but that. So I hope that when these sites go down, we step up and we show love. Guys, we have a whole pandemic, a real life pandemic going on. Two of them, actually. Eric, what's the second one? Race. <laughs> Race. Newsflash. We getting the shit beat out of us on a regular basis, but it's okay because Will and Jada having beef right now. Man, get the hell on. Two pandemics right now. People need help. It's tough in these streets. Rather than being vultures, let's be uh, support vehicles and help when these sites go down. Because I think that'll help us long term. Look, great chance. Great chance that money might get pissed off in the wind on your end. But you might just bought somebody a meal. You might just kept somebody's lights on. And they ain't got to come out here and profess it and say it. You know it. You know what your worker looks like. You know if she needs help. She will tell you. The honest ones will. And even the shy ones, they won't. But, I mean, they wouldn't just be doing this for the hell of it. I say that with this closing note. When these sites go down, if we step up as gents, we can change the dynamic. Oftentimes, we go to take advantage, and it fucks it up for everybody, which you will learn in the next segment. This was segment number one. I enjoyed it. I hope you did. Do any questions, comments, or concerns, you know how to get a hold of me. I have a whole Twitter, which you can reach me at, at AthleteBurner, or at 99PRBZ, as in Zebra, BDCST, at 99Problems Podcast. All right. Segment number two, next.
we are back. And that was Aaliyah with one of the songs I remember growing up that I've used to bop to for real. If your girl only knew. Now, you're probably asking yourself, how can I keep her from knowing? Well, married gent or gent with a significant other, etc. It would help if he was always healthy. <laughs> this next segment is brought to you by... I don't know. Let's just say safe practices and doing what people should be doing in these goddamn streets. And that is BBFS. What in the hell are we doing here? I want to start because there was a thread, right? I don't know who started it, but two weeks ago, this young lady was like, I can see a scenario where there will be more BBFS and We'll have to ask ourselves, are we doing or are we not? Something along those lines. And I saw this on Reddit. It was taken down. I wish it wasn't. Because it spawned other conversations. There was just one last week, and it bled its way into this week. Guys, um, are we having this conversation? Because if we are, I'm here for it. I am sitting in a chair in my garage, sipping on some of this Woodford Double Oaked. And I'm ready to have this conversation because I just need to know where this is going. Um, first off, for those of you with a significant other, let's let's have a talk because we got to understand that this cannot be a good look in no way or shape because you are inviting random into your house. And I'm not knocking the ladies for one second. I'm talking to you. Because we already do enough as it is to even be in this life. So if you are doing that, you are placing you and yours at risk. And I want to make sure we're clear because someone's going to say, oh, but E, I heard a couple of episodes back you down for certain parts. Well, let's expand on that and we will. BBFS, for those who do not know, or what we call uncovered services, is bareback full service. That is when the young lady has decided, because it's her choice, that if you pay her enough, she will let you slide in raw. Now, that is not the same as BBBJ, as some like to think that it is. A BBBJ is head in the raw. E, what's the difference? Well, I'm glad you asked. Oftentimes, if the lady allows for you to go down on her, or vice versa, you have committed an act of oral sex. And in doing that, it is not as promiscuous or highly likely that you will come in contact with the major STDs. You will still get an STD if that person has it. I am not saying that you won't. If someone has herpes and they go down on you, boom, vice versa. That being said, vaginal secretions carry HIV and so does semen. But these are least likely to get you positive in these scenarios as vaginal sex. So, oftentimes, ladies will not offer this because the ramifications that come with. And we often run to the STD portion. Guys, let's just be blunt. That's a cop-out. You can legit produce a child from this shit. Let's just keep it a buck. You know how babies are made? I give you a hint. Some of you pay three, four, five hundred an hour to produce the act, but you're smart enough to make sure that when it gets down to that part, you are covered. There is a reason this is reserved. There is a reason why some of the people who do this charge a crazy amount to do it or a bottom of the basement amount to do it. You ever notice there's no in between? Like, either you charge it next to nothing to get it, or you got some kind of crazy exclusive arrangement to get it. But if you in the middle, you kind of floating along, like, ain't no way in hell I'm doing this. There's a reason, guys. Either you're coming from a position of need, or you have wants that you want to have met, and that's why they offer that. It is not in between. Ladies in between, they'll tell you, hell no. Start a whole thread and blacklist you. But... If you are taking these services, understand the health risk that you are bringing to your people and what it means. But that's just my opinion. I bring it up also because the reality is, is it's trending. 
when you go to the site I mentioned earlier, I can tell you, I see bear about as much as I see no AA, and you see both quite a lot. So what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? I need to know this because I am a gent and I don't know. But what I do know is, if you offer it, I'll probably decline and I probably won't see you again because it puts me too much at a risk. And I like to lose here in this process, as it, as you guys do too. So I don't want to not say that. But the game is tricky, man. You can't be out here on some of this fuck shit and hope that it's going to come back and yield some fruit that you're not willing to take a bite out of and eat because that's what you planted. Some of us have lists. Some of us have ladies that, you know, we, we place at a certain angle and you don't want to go see her after you just saw someone bear. Some of us have families. Some of us have lives and that's it. I mean, you sweating out that whole next three, four weeks winning your STD results if you even go to get them. Why? Because you made that choice. The choice you can't get back. So every day when you're at work, and you're typing, and you're thinking about it, you know, you may be a little file down there, you have a rare itch, and you're like, oh my God, I got to ask again, I'm going to die. Did I pre-come? Is she pregnant? These are the choices that you make, fellas. I don't care that she has plan B, prep, whatever. You know better. I said this, and some troll came for me, and I do not give a single solitary fuck. Again, if you're on this podcast, you hear my thoughts. I said it's predatory because you're taking advantage of people in the vulnerable position. You do not have to get it because it's there. I go to a buffet, right? And I enjoy bacon wrapped chicken, steak. She said I would normally not buy that cost crazy numbers, but I, I pay. You know, those Brazilian steakhouses that cost $56 a head to get into. But they also serve like a fine pate in the liver section. Just because I paid the $56 for all those fine meats does not mean I'm going to eat the liver in the pate because I can't stand that shit. It gets me sick to my stomach. It's the same with caviar. I want to go somewhere with that. Caviar is expensive as fuck, but it tastes horrible. I've had it. I know. What's the benefit from it? If that resonates to you, because I use food because I'm a big guy, then I think you got it. You don't have to pay crazy amounts of dollars to get a bare service. Or cheap out and get a bare service. How about you just not do it at all and keep us all safe? Because some of y'all are leveling up and leveling down. Some of you will gladly go from list crawler to tryst to sugar baby or whatever the fuck it's called. And in doing that process... You're seeing women that we all see. And you may see one at whatever level, not judging here, bare. And you're bringing whatever illness that, that you contracted or that you had to her or from her to the rest of the community. And that shit ain't right, fellas. You got to be better than that. I'm not coming at the ladies because they have their own methods and rationale and reasoning. You know why they have it? Because one of you assholes came up and said I see you charge 200 Look it, I'll give you 300 if you just let me go bear. What the fuck? Her price is a price. Why don't you just give her 300 so you can stay a little longer? Why don't you just give her the extra 100 so you can spend some quality time with somebody who you probably wouldn't be with in real life anyway? I could name a thousand different things that you can do with that goddamn money. I do not require you going in raw. Yet, I am sitting here in my garage enjoying this Woodford double oaked because some of you fucking idiots enjoy that shit. So I gotta come over here and lecture you and be the bad guy. I wish they would call y'all out. I really do. Because it would shrink this pool down a bit. And if I had to pay a little extra, because they're not seeing some of y'all as much, it's the same with the races. I'll gladly do that shit. Because you're fucking up a good thing here. I say that as somebody who invests in the growth and development of the ladies that I see. And I don't want to hear them 
all of a sudden tell me that they're doing bear services. That shit would soften me quick as fuck. And it should for you too. Have a standard and stick to that shit. E, but what's your standard? You out here doing this and you married. I can I get that shit, but half of us are married. In fact, 85% of us are, so spare me with that shit. I'm bare with the wife. That's it. I have fun in the life. I'm not saying that I don't. Fuck yeah, I do. But I'm cautious as I can be. When you go bare, what you're really trying to say is you'll do whatever you can to get your needs met to include this at the benefit of that. And you just don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just the reality of it. I can't help you. And this pie does not service you. This pod is for those gents who kind of get this. And this to them is like nails to a chalkboard. This to them is a friendly reminder that this is why we're here. We're no longer on message boards promoting the fuck out of a service that we just had with somebody. You know why I don't do those, by the way? Because of this. Because this, I guarantee, came from one of these gents who was like, I met so-and-so and initially she was hesitant, but I offered her X amount and she did this. Shh, don't tell nobody. Dudes gossip 13 times more than women. Of course he was going to tell somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. And then the next thing you know, he was in the room going, hey, Chuck said, if you keep, if I give you extra 100, you're down over this bear. I just don't get it. I was going to try to find rationale. The ladies have it. We don't. Because at the end of the day, this is a item you choose to want to do. You can opt out of it at any time. It's like signing up for Spotify. I can drop that shit tomorrow and be just fine. But I choose to charge, have them charge me X amount. I choose to be in this life. I choose to plop a deposit down today. You know why? Because I fucking love this shit. So I'm going to defend it. I'm going to white knight the hell out of it. And I don't care what you think about it. Because what one of us does affects us all and I get some of y'all don't understand that because you're part of a race or class where that's not a thing but you my race oh you get it and you just hope that others do too as I gotta tell you there's no good scenario you can tell me where raw vaginally or anally is the way to go none won't hear it won't stand for it but I know what happens I know I know what happens is he can slide you in for a stroke or two because you may go soft. And that's what your quote-unquote method is to get back hard. I get that. Still, fucked up. The only way this community can thrive is if we're all on the same page on some shit. And I'm going to take a hard stance on bareback full service because we are not moving forward when we do that. We are moving two steps back. We have to be bigger than our urges. Otherwise, our urges will infect us. And we already got a full-fledged pandemic. I cannot stress this enough. Or two. The Southern one don't even give a damn. It has no face. No age restriction. And I'm 99% sure it's airborne. So it can be anywhere. True story about that before I break off... I know I've trailed off, but I'll get back. <laughs> I almost legit had dates canceled because I didn't know my status and my kid was sick as hell. She was negative. I was negative. But we got tested because I was like, I can't be around people. And man, <laughs> whew, the lady of my dreams, she doesn't see it that way, but she will one day. was legit in town. And I almost fumbled that bag to the point. Because I'm a gentleman. I'm going to pay you up front. You can get all your cash. It would have been my loss. Maybe next time. Or maybe she holds it. We ain't going to ask for it back. I took that L. But I didn't have to take that L. Because we came back negative. For a week ahead. So. Grateful for that. But. Take out COVID and replace that with bear. You just see somebody on a website, bear, and now you coughing, or you sniffling, 
or your dick coughing or sniffling, it's got a runny nose, you go get it checked and you go back home to whomever you're with or to the next person and now you just started something. Had a client at my city job. She was brought up on charges because she was knowingly walking around with HIV and spreading that shit because she was like, if they dumb enough to go bare, then I'm smart enough to charge them for it because I still got to live. I've told people this has happened, so you can't be like, oh, well, what the hell? (laughs) Nah, they know. (laughs) They know. She is uh, currently sitting in county jail in a, a place I cannot say, but the reality is, is... If he was going to give it, she was going to take it. So, yeah, there's that. I want you guys to understand, she's not alone. That's how the game works. You make a bad choice, some people are going to capitalize on it. If it costs you your life, so be it. They give two fucks less. They got to eat. I said that in segment one about that one website, and I'm going to say it again, too. Never underestimate the links. Some will go to make sure they are fed and their lights are on. Their kids have milk. Be smart. You can give them that same donation you was going to give them and do other shit. Some of these women are drop dead. And just being in their presence alone is worth five, six, seven hundred dollars that you was going to plop down. Or for some of you gents who can't do it, the one, two, three hundred. I get it. I'm not judging. Trust me, I have something I do that for. In public, you probably really... I ain't gonna say you wouldn't, but you know, odds are increased when you pop that deposit down and you pay for that service. These are beautiful women. Keep them that way. Let's skip the whole conversations about bear. When y'all see them, man, be a voice. I'm the only voice, well, there's a couple of us that I know of that actively see that shit and be like, what the fuck are we doing as gents to allow this shit to even stand two feet tall? I ignore the troll. I'm not giving him or her whoever it was that light of day. Ladies, I get it. Some of y'all are survival workers. This is not me bashing that. I wanted to tread lightly because I know some of y'all are in a position where you offer it because the gents have pushed you in that position. I don't blame y'all for that. I'm saying there's other things gents can do to give you that same money. And we need to step up and do that instead. Fuck bear. It's just not a good look. All right. That concludes segment number two. And if y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, I already said in the first segment how to get a hold of me. One more segment to go on the podcast. Next. We are back with the last segment. This was a request from a buddy of mine because I've kind of sprinkled in what it's like to do one of these. And some of y'all have actually experienced them in your cities. And I'm talking about a meet and greet. One of the ones where it's both the ladies and the gents. I know on some of your sites, it's a ladies picnic or cocktail or or fine restaurant dining experience gents if you did them it was a poker night i get it but in some cities some fun cities they actually do these once a quarter sometimes they're house parties sometimes it's poker night sometimes it's a bowling thing I've been to several, specifically three, in three different cities, in two different states. But, it's been fun each time. Um, Here's what they typically look like from start to finish. So, if you're on a message board, I understand I'm just rehashing for those who have not experienced it. Someone will say... Some ones, because it's typically a lady and a gent, 
we need to do a meet and greet. There are a lot of new clients in the area who've seen some ladies, but not all. A lot of new ladies in the area who just kind of want to get a feel of who these gents are. So we're going to go out to Lucky's Pub on September the 13th from 9 to close. We'll do raffles, giveaways, you name it. The point is to put a name to a face. Rules. You must have at least seen two of the ladies. And you must be vouched for. If you're a lady, you must have seen at least three or four gents. Or two gents. Depends. You must be vouched for. And once you're vouched for, you are in. Now, there were certain exceptions. If you were some tiered member, let's say... They had the gems level, and you were bronze, silver, gold. If you were bronze, the vouching required it. If you were silver, you were automatically accepted. If you were gold, you didn't even pay to get in. You were just free. Of the three, two of them had that. One I was gold, one I was silver. Not like the fee was expensive. It was like $10, but still. The other one I went to... I had to get vouched, and I was a last-minute add-on because I'd seen three ladies, but two of them vouched. I needed three. So I had to do that plus a $20 fee, and they signed my ID card. But in all three scenarios, it all kind of went the same. What was your username on the message board? That was your hello, my name is name tag. Um... You got raffle tickets, you danced, you partied, you had a good time. I will say, the ladies benefit more than we do ever because if you are in that room, you're basically getting verified because there's also someone in there doing background verifications in and there, in two of them, and one of them that wasn't the case. But again, if you were in that room, you were kind of good. Another thing that happened was in the raffles, we were raffling away some top dollar shit. <laughs> The gents put together a thousand dollars for a top cash prize. There was three hundred dollar cash prize. One gent who showed up who was well, he gave out a trip. You know, he put his name on a trip to New York or a trip to Miami, depending on which one you wanted, because he had points he had to get out and get rid of. So, seen that the ladies would put down, you know, raffle fifty percent toward a date or twenty percent toward a date. One lady raffled an entire date. Now, she could do that because where I was in Seattle, she was very high-end. At the time, this was 2006, so if y'all start coming for me, I had to put the date out there. At the time, if you was charging $300 in 2006 for an hour, oh, your ass was elite. And she was. And she was getting it easily. She offered a three-hour date. If you want, and that shit was raffled at $50 a ticket. When I tell you, she cleared almost $5,000 that night because she was highly reviewed, limited clientele, and it just kind of worked for her. In the night, I know for a fact I put down $200. Other gents. Who had more money than me was plopping down way more because she was so limited it was hard to get a hold of her and book her it's 2006 so if y'all coming for me again i'm not hard to find you know the podcast you know all the other ways you can get a hold of me <laughs> she's not in the game now but last i checked her overnights were quite lucrative and, and let me digress y'all not gonna get me on that tonight um It's fun, and I wish there were more of them, because here's some pros. You put faces to names. If you're on a message board or, or Twitter and you interact with these ladies, sometimes that's all you got until you pop a deposit down, and that's it. It goes, it goes. It doesn't, it doesn't. They hand out business cards. You follow, they follow back. You start the interaction process. If you see a lady you like, you're doing a face-to-face internet. It's free. Some of them don't have that. 
they charged West Oshelauer. In that moment, it was free. I booked two dates out of those experiences. I know they work. Pro number one, FaceTime. You see them in there. You won't ever get that again. Number two, that's your real life background check because someone's doing it right there. If they have that available, we had it at all three of mine. Back then, it was just a driver's license. Now they want more, but I understand that. But it was knocked out then and there. And if you vouched for it, it was kind of good. They were trying to keep a hold with the rules that a lot of these sites have now, but for some of them, it wasn't. You know, you got to see their personalities while you were there. That's also number two. So in addition to being background check, you're seeing their personalities. Are they like what they were on the message board? Are they like what they are on Twitter? You know, you get to see it now right here in the flesh. And conversely, you see these gents. <laughs> I will tell you. Everything you think you know about Seattle, you're probably right. <laughs> there were a lot of IT guys, you know, blonde, scruffy, middle-aged. You know, you had your former sort of big guy, big money guys. And you had your service members like me and a couple other blokes that were out there. And I got to San Antonio. No, flashback. That was the last one. I did a second one in the south part of Seattle. Those of who are familiar who know Tacoma. That one was more hood. <laughs> that one was more fun. We partied at an after hour spot till that joint closed. We was dancing and shit. Couple of connections were made. There was an ice cream contest. I'll never forget it. The young ladies pulled out these uh candy how do I call them? Fuck it, I just say it. They pulled out these candy-shaped dicks. They dipped them in ice cream. And the goal was to get the entire thing sucked. And the first one that did, $100. And when I tell you, <laughs> that was just the money they won right in front of you. All the chips that we were throwing equaled about $500. And you sit there nominating what girl should go and do it. and Blah, blah, blah. <sighs> it was fun. There was a pie-eating contest. The gents had to participate. Yours truly came in third place because there was a pie eating pro, and that some bitch could clear out a whole pie without using his hands. <laughs> what the fuck he was doing? All I thought of at the moment was his DATY must be fucking spectacular. Because I had to adjust that shit. I mean, you can only take in so much. But, a little behind the curtains. You start learning that shit, you begin real good at it, and you can knock that out. <laughs> I digress. But I came in third. This dude completed a whole pie, crust and all, in less than five goddamn minutes. I was very impressed. <laughs> I'm trying to maneuver, trying to keep my eyes. You know, this is a pie choice. I had cherry, and I'm trying to find a way to do it. Son of a bitch had lemon meringue. It ain't got no base. Of course, he was going to win. Anyway. So we had that. We had that. Liquor. Liquor was everywhere. Ladies, if you go to these, I ain't got to tell you. You already know. But liquor is the last of your concerns. Hookups was made in the coma. It was legit. Hey, baby, I'm for your night. You know, after this date. Or we could just leave mid-party. That happened at a frequent. I was there with um, a regular. And I watched her. Leave at 10 o'clock. Damn thing started at 9. And did not come back to 1.30. Shit. You got it like that. You got it like that. <laughs> um, those are the breaks. Now. I had one in San Antonio. Y'all are watching 9 Days Fiance. Then this shit will be funny. If not, then I can't help you. That little guy. That little guy. Who's with the uh, Asian lady. That is San Antonio in a nutshell. Not saying all them gents are like that. And I know some of y'all listening. Fuck y'all. Y'all know I'm being funny. But it was little guys. And granted, maybe I was 6'5 and everybody little. But it was some little guys in that goddamn room. I'm talking about 5'3", five, 5'5". Five, five. They had these big ass boots on with the curls at the end. But these are regulars. You had the older white guys. 
I know I was one of the four youngest guys in that room. And in San Antonio, I was 29. The average age was about 50. But I was privileged. Because that was a two-part party. That one started at a club in the poker room. And what I learned about that poker room is that's high stakes. A whole other vice, which made the party that much more fun. Those gents taught me the game. <laughs> they taught me how you speak, the courtesies, how you approach it. I, I thought it was in Seattle, but it was really the gents in that room. They was like, nah, bro, you don't tip like that. This is a luxury that you're glad to have. Even if you don't got it, you pretend like you do. So I was in that legit. You know, the ladies were serving as hostess. After every drink, I was knocking them back 25, 40, 50 bucks. Every time I won, I gave them percentages. And when I tell you, I came in that room, having seen maybe three or four of those ladies, but when I left, I made contacts. And I ended up seeing like 20 of them before I left San Antonio. And I was there for six years. Five of them became regulars. I made contacts. I kept in contact. That was a party scene. They probably still doing it. I don't know, because I've been away from San Antonio for six good years now. But that meeting re-educated me. Now, that being said, it is interesting because some of these people you know you probably wouldn't have seen. You wouldn't have booked, whatever. Some of these gents, and you wondering how are these connections working. But it's not your place. You there so they can see you, enjoy the time with them, and everyone's on the same page question I got but how did no cops intervene because the community had to vouch for you if the community not working none of this shit matters the two topics I had before were bleeding into this one because those meet and greets work because the community stood together I said that in segment one we're talking about list crawling going down and what that meant you know that shit went down in Craigslist? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm take y'all back a little bit because I want to summarize and bring about why this all matters. I'm old enough to remember when Craigslist went down and how that affected the community. Okay, I was part of that, especially in the Northwest. Stink was heavy. The ladies kept eating because the message board had them. They can continually post in there. It was love. It was solid. By that time, Backpage was getting its feet off the ground. So it was Eki. We was good. But Craigslist crashing. Our whole review board was based off Craigslist. Are you serious? It hurt a lot of people. But we built the message board up so strong that you really wouldn't post in there unless you had to. Because it was kind of understood. Craigslist is for losers. We post here now. But it crashed. And for a minute, a lot of them ladies were stuck. Because they didn't know what's like that on that board. So they had to make their choices, right? Back page crashed. I don't gotta tell y'all what the ladies have said repeatedly about that loss. But it hurt them. Foster Sessa came in and started ball kicking quick. And we had a scramble, they had a scramble. They made their adjustments and so did we. Cause the community always looked out. Now the community is allowing this bullshit and we gotta step up. We gotta. Can't allow this bareback shit to take a stand, take a chokehold. The community has to weed this shit out. The community was strong enough to have full-out meet and recession where we would help somebody cover rent. We would help somebody get their car note, post bail, etc. Now it's all about me. Shit is foul. So I close by saying, if you took anything away from this podcast today. It's understanding what we have to do as a community to keep this shit going. They already make horrible fucking movies about it. We look skeeky. The girls look worse than we do. They do exposés. <laughs> By the way, 2020 on uh, Dahlia DiPolito. Um, I'm he let uh, E-Rose and do a thorough enough background check. Catch that. You'll see it. Um. Anytime you see us buying or them selling, we get this CD rep, and it shouldn't be that way. You gotta normalize this shit. The only way we can do it is having a strong community. 
finding these positions, understanding where we're coming from on each side, and not taking advantage. No more Joey the Players, no more Theo Epstein's, no more Roger Stones, all that bullshit, or Stone, whatever his name is, I forget. All these guys are implicated in this bullshit. We need to, as a community, police it, root it, and, and do what we got to do. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoying the show. Oh, one more thing. My Black is Beautiful is down to three ladies. And shit has been tough because they have not missed. I am going to make it easy, though. The first one to hear my episode and hear their name will be the one who is the recipient. They will have to have DM me. When they DM me and tell me what time their name was dropped in the episode, then they will win. It's just that easy. The first person who is potentially up for my Black is Beautiful Virgil Award, by the way, the Virgil is $50. Y'all know how this goes, is the beautiful Lyra Del Rey. She had a strong start to this month on Tank's podcast. Um, her content is out of this world. And I would say more. If you guys have seen her, she is a repeat offender. And I typically love to show them love because they give me the visuals that make my day go. The second is Alexandria Payton, another My Black is Beautiful repeat offender, a.k.a. Call Me Miss Cheeks. (laughs) That's what's on her page. I can't make that up. Um, That young lady has been killing it for quite a while now, and she cooks, and she's about that life. So I'm always down to see her stuff. I retweet the hell of it when I see it. I hope that, uh, like anyone else, she has a shot because she does her thing and she does it well. The last. And she came out of nowhere. I mean, she's everywhere, but she came out of nowhere. Is <laughs> Mrs. Sloan Hawthorne. Those are the three finalists. And Mrs. Sloan is, is everywhere. I would say that I've retweeted her, but I've retweeted her a couple times. Um, that little firecracker is funny. She seems very sweet. She takes awesome photos, and the previews from our OnlyFans make me like, God damn it, can I, do I have enough room to add money to add one more person? Those are the three. If you heard your name, and you DM me first, you win. If a gent nominates you, he helps your chances of winning. But I'm going to keep it fair. You hear your name, you win, that's it. You don't, then the second part of that will be a gent nominating you. The third part is me just picking. Hopefully it doesn't get to that. But if it does, it does. You guys should be listening to the podcast because they help grow you anyway, especially in this community. Ladies, good luck. Y'all listening, you know what I'm close with. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. This lifestyle is treating me great. And this pod, it surely isn't one. Peace.